Okay, ladies, I'm talking to you right now. Are you feeling any kind of change in your body that comes with perimenopause or menopause? It can be a time of transition, but Happy Mammoth understands the journey and is here to make it easier for you. They've crafted Hormone Harmony with a deep commitment to using science-backed ingredients that work specifically for women, ensuring no compromise on quality. Look, I know what it's like to have those hot flashes to where you just want to rip off your clothes, crying at commercials, fuzzy headedness, low libido, the list goes on. But picture this, waking up refreshed, feeling balanced, and ready to tackle the day. That's the experience Hormone Harmony aims to deliver. Happy Mammoth's dedication to women's well-being shines through in every aspect, from their ingredients to their results. Hormone Harmony incorporates scientifically supported herbal extracts known as adaptogens. The remarkable aspect of adaptogens is their ability to assist the body in adapting to various stressors, such as natural hormonal fluctuations that occur during a woman's life's journey. And here's something very exciting. For a limited time, you can enjoy a fantastic 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ICEBABY at checkout. That's happymammoth.com code ICEBABY for 15% off today. Take charge of your changing journey with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Visit happymammoth.com now and use the code ICEBABY for 15% off. Embrace this stage of your life with confidence and comfort. Welcome to Chillin' with Ice with me, Lori Fetrick, or most of you know me as Ice from the American Gladiators. Thank you for joining me on this podcast where we're going to dive in and go behind the scenes on the number one hit iconic show of the 90s. It's time to get up close and personal on what drove us to be gladiators, what challenges we faced, and how we overcame to reach all of our goals. I know in this first season, inquiring minds want to know, was there drama, fights, hookups? Are we all still friends? What did we do in our personal lives and how are we staying in such good shape years later? Well, stay right here and let's get into Chillin' with Ice. Before we dive into our incredible episode today, I want to let you know that this is a self-funded podcast and I would love your support. For the cost of a cup of coffee a month, you can donate to my Patreon page and that would make all the difference in the world. For the small donation, you will get back so much in rewards, like you can watch all of my podcasts on video. I will have exclusive content like behind the scenes footage, a private Facebook group where you can interact with me directly and other VIP fans, a monthly Q&A, direct shout outs and follows from me to you on your social media and so much more. Find me on Patreon at Chillin' With Ice or click the link in the show notes now. Okay, let's dive in. My next guest on Chillin' With Ice has an amazing inspirational story about never giving up on your dreams. She went from being a gladiator contender, which is where I met her, to becoming an amazing artist in the music industry, and then teaming up with an Oscar-nominated and an award-winning composer, Steve Horner, to create an amazing music video that is the Depeche Mode remake, People Are People, which is streaming worldwide. Please welcome 
Veja. Oh, merci Yay. beaucoup. Thank you for that nice warm welcome. Oh, you're so welcome. I, I mean, there was a lot, so I had to put it on my cue card. <laughs> you're so on the floor sweet. Now. So How nice to you? see you. I'm so excited. I'm fantastic, and I'm so um, happy to see you, and I'm, I'm very happy, like, everything you've been building with your awesome podcast and, and your um, your new Netflix documentary oh, was no. phenomenal. Thank you. I, I, I hope all you guys can go out and watch it as soon as possible. It's so inspiring, and it gives everybody, you know, an insight of your legacy that you built with oh American God. Gladiators. Is this about me or, or is I mean, this about you? I, I mean, mean I, I, hey, thank you for well, that. <laughs> I'm here because of you, so Aww. I appreciate it. We you. have some history together. Yes, ma'am, we do. We do A have lot of some great history. history. And, uh, um, can we please go back and let all my fans and viewers and your fans, let's get some backstory. Like, <laughs> Literally, I mean, I met you in Orlando, mm -hmm. okay, doing the Gladiator Live. Mm -hmm. And but before that, mm -hmm. I mean, tell me a little bit about, you know, you and where you came from. <laughs> well, I was born in Tacoma, Washington, and I was a military brat. My father has always been in the Army. He was um, a Green Beret, and he ended up being a, a, a colonel. He's retired now. Um, so he, we, we basically then took Tacoma, Washington, and moved to Bakersfield, California, Temple, Texas, Roxbury, New Jersey, and then um, I grew up in Carmel, Indiana, where I played sports my whole life, and um, I was a big tomboy as well, so that's what, you know, got where I got my athleticism <laughs> from. And I have an older brother as well. So I was always looking up to him and he played football and stuff. And then I moved to Florida, went to high school there. And sure enough, during spring break, I think it was my senior year, um, of course, the American Gladiators came ah. to uh, 600 North. And I was blown away because um, growing up, my brother would always make me watch every cool thing on TV and sports <laughs> stuff. And I always would see you guys on TV. So when you guys came um, to Daytona Beach, I was blown away. And I walked up to Dan Carr. And you I was like, this not. is so cool. I was like, I'm an athlete. I love your show. I would be honored to have uh, the opportunity to audition as one of your contenders. He says, well, come to Orlando at this time. I could see and, him. Come yep, on. that's yeah. what he did. And I did, and I got the part as one of your um, contenders on the show. That we got to beat up every night. Yeah, it was probably the best job um, any high school kid could have. So it, was, it, was, so it was really cool. so much fun. Yeah, so I ended up working with you guys, and what an honor. And it was, it was like a, a very great camaraderie of uh, athletes. So being a contender, I got to ask this question. Was it like night after night, you just getting kind of pummeled? Did it, <laughs> was it, it kind of hard on your body? and Or was you it know, just fun for you at It the was time? really just fun for me. You guys were so sweet. We we're all friends. And yeah. um, I feel like, you know, true athletes know how to work with each other. Yeah. And, and thank God I didn't get hurt. And as yes. an athlete my whole life, I've never hurt myself. Um, but they called me Quicksilver for a reason. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I was pretty fast, and um, it was just um, a show. And we made sure that our audience had a great time, and we just all made it look great. And, you know, hopefully one day it'll get rebooted, you know, national on national TV. And you know. I heard it possibly might. Yeah. And I'm actually crossing my fingers that it actually does. Yeah. Um, I wasn't too thrilled with the 208 model. To yeah. be honest with you, and I mean, I'm not speaking out of turn. Nobody was really thrilled with it. Yeah, they overproduced it, mm. you know. But I think that hopefully this time around, that they've learned a couple kind of lessons of what to do, what not to do. The heart of the show. What is the heart of the show? Kind of yeah. thing. 
But so you were an athlete. Did you ever want to become like a professional athlete or where were, where were you going? Well, I, I, <laughs> what's funny was um, when I was 14, I was the first girl ever to play football on the boys team in Carmel, Indiana at, at um, my junior high at the time. And I remember I was like saying, I want to play high school, college and the pros. And then uh, <laughs> seventh grade came, my boobs started getting big. And my mom was like, no, no. She's like, you don't play no more. I'm like, okay, mom. So I always listen to my mother because she She's my number one, my momager. And, um, but yeah, I, when I was 14, I wanted to play NFL. I mean, I was obsessed <laughs> no and still way. obsessed with football. Yes. And then um, I, there was a point in high school when I would end up being um, the number one soccer player in the Volusia County. And I ended up getting a full soccer scholarship to law school at Stetson University. But then as soon as I went there, I realized I, there was no future for me. I wasn't mm. going to eat and breathe soccer and I told my parents and they weren't very happy, but I said I wanted to pursue my music and film career. And um, my mother said, okay, well, if you're gonna do that, I'm gonna be your momager. That so is that's so how, cool. that was like the pivotal moment when I knew like that was my calling, but I already knew when I was born, music was my, my calling. And um, tell me, how did you, how did you know that? What, I mean, what was, what was happening? Like when, when you're so young and music's in your yeah. blood, I mean, how do you know that this is it? This is what you want to do. Yeah. What's interesting is that my parents told me the first thing that came out of my mouth was a song off the radio. It wasn't mommy or daddy. It was me <laughs> just singing. And they like turned around the car and was like, oh my God. And then like when my parents would have friends over, I would dance on the table and just like be like so entertaining. And then my mom took me to all these great concerts. And uh, she took me when I was really little to Diana Ross. And she, Diana told everybody to come, on, come up on stage. And all the kids like it was in the middle of this arena in Texas and all these kids stood up on the stage and she asked all our names and then we were all dancing and I'm like looking around this, the whole auditorium. I'm like, this is cool. You're like, this is where I, I want to like, be. This is what I want to do. And then my mom took me to my first metal concert. It was, it was um, Metallica, Guns N' Roses and Faith No More. Wow. Carmel, Indiana. And um, how old were you? Well, when you were. I was 12 at the time. That, which is. I mean, most parents yeah. don't take oh, little yeah. kids to heavy metal yeah. concerts. It was That's during the Black Album, and um, it was so amazing because it was my birthday. We had ninth row seats, and um, 10 of my friends, and Metallica came out, and I was blown away. And I told my mother, I want to play guitar. And she bought me my first Fender Stratocaster, a crane amp, and I locked myself in a room. And I've been playing guitar by ear, and the first song I ever learned was... Mm. By Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven, and then Dust in the Wind by Kansas. I'm like an old soul. It was <clears throat> I've always loved, you know, classic rock. And then, you know, but my parents always had great records like Pink Floyd and Blondie and, oh, yeah. and you know, Classics. Boy George and, and Led Zeppelin. And I would just study the albums and just feel the vinyl. It was just so intriguing to me. And then my brother was um, a big inspiration because he loved the Grateful Dead and he also mm. plays guitar. And uh, he's more of a, a trained guitar player mm -hmm. and took, he took classical um, music. But him getting me, me into Depeche Mode and like he got me into just a lot of cool bands and great films like Blade Runner, like the original one. And, yeah. you know, um, he got me into like, oh, Conan the Barbarian because my brother was a bodybuilder there as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw all those movies. So I don't know. Just I feel like my whole life has been um, 
evolved around music and it's being music. a creative soul. I remember you sitting on the stage like before we started, you know, our our show, and you'd sit up there and you were playing your guitar and singing. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, "This is so cool!" And you were just like entertaining everyone, oh, you know. So sweet. it was just so much fun to see yeah. that. I miss um, those days with you guys. I know we had a blast. I was about, I want to say nine or ten. My parents um, put me in guitar lessons, and the first thing I learned was. Dun, 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 <laughs> Smoke on the dun. water. <laughs> exactly. Dun, dun, dun. So basically, like, there, there's like this sin. If you go to Guitar Center and play it, they kick you out. Oh, that's funny. But, but it's a, it's a it's a cool, easy riff. It's actually a great song. Right. I like it. It was my first Smoke one. Smoke on the exactly. water. Oh, so much fun. Yeah, that's and cool. I w see, if I'd have continued, we could have been in a girl band together. Never and too we late. Rocked it. <laughs> Hey, I got a studio girl. I got like six guitars. You I know. can't sing worth a shit though. Honey, I'm sorry. Don't ever say you can't. Uh, You're a gladiator. I'm a gladiator. You're ice, I can ice do, baby. I can do whatever I exactly, want. Exactly, girl. Right? That's right. I love the fact that you never ever gave up on your dream and you. you pursued it. And that is the most inspirational thing. I mean, so many people, life happens. Mm-hmm. Things come around and their dreams just kind of go wah, wah, wah. Mm -hmm. And then one day they wake up and they go, why am I miserable? Why am I not happy? Mm -hmm. It's because they let their dream go. Yeah. And you have not let your dream go. And I am so damn proud of you and oh, so happy to be your friend. Thank you. And just Likewise. to be in your, you know, your circle oh. of acquaintance friends. Well, I have to say the same, you know, I, I feel like us being uh, athletes and artists and creative, be, being creatives. I mean, for me, I've always had this ember burning inside me. And um, I've always known in my heart, my passion has always been music and, mm -hmm. and film and just being a creative soul. Um, and I feel like when you have that passion and you know what you want in life, you have to go for it 150% and never take no for an answer and never give up on your dreams because why are we here? We're What's all going to die. The goal is not to live forever. The goal is to create something oh that will. Oh my God, I so have create heard, your legacy. Dude, I have heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a friend that goes, "What's? Uh, why not? We're all gonna die. I'm like, that is so like morbid to me. Yeah, but I, but I, but, but, right. but I, but I ended it with, person. we're all going to die. The goal is not to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. So why are we here creating our legacy? I like that. You know what I mean? I so like that. for me, thank you. For me, I want to be that person who can inspire the world with my music because music can change the world. And especially our next generation, we need to inspire our, our next generation and the kids yes. and give them something to look up to and to be a positive role model. Mm -hmm. And for me, I feel like us being athletes, you know, sports has taught me discipline. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And it's not about us. It's about the team. And I yeah. always realized that, you know, you can be the star athlete of the team, but we can't be the star athlete unless you have your teammates and your coach mm -hmm. and, you know, your parents feeding you dinner and helping you and getting you to bed. It's like, it's a whole team. Mm -hmm. And, um, Yes, exactly. <laughs> so village. takes a village, yeah. as you know. So um, I just I just realized in this business, you just have to have great relationships with people and you have to wake up every day thinking, you know, it's it's a blessing, you know, it's a gift and we have to give it away and um, you just have to go for it. This episode is sponsored by IcedT-shirts.com and you can get your OG gladiator hat. You can get your OG t-shirt. You can get chilling with ice hats, chilling with ice t-shirts, 
I have all kinds of fun stuff on it. So go to icetshirts.com today. So with the passion, the desire, you, you, I think really what it comes down to is you have the work ethic mm-hmm. that the athlete in you mm-hmm. has. Yeah. And so that has, you know, really kind of transformed and transpired you into this area. And you're just like, no, I'm just going to do it no matter what, 150%, like you said. Mm-hmm. There's still at my age, there's always been something in me going, this is not it. Mm-hmm. There's more. Yeah. And I'm going to explore that and I'm going to keep fighting for it, whatever that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so when the podcast and everything happened, I'm like, Oh my God, this is what I love doing. This yeah. is, this is now, this is my, this is my platform, Yeah, you know, to motivate, inspire, just show people they can do whatever they want. Having people yeah. like you on that yeah. is just so awesome. Thank you. You know, well, you inspire me. I mean, when I met you the first time, I mean, it's like, what, a, what an honor to have, to have met you and to be a part of your legacy and to like be your friend. And I mean, it's just, I, I'm still pinching myself. And when I saw your documentary, like I was just so moved by it and everything you guys went through and the, and the blood, sweat and tears. And it just goes to show that, you know, integrity is the most important Mm. thing in life with anything that we do in sports and any type of business. And I feel like in, in every field of business, we all are doing the same thing. It's like, we're passionate about whatever you're doing and then do it and, and stick with the people that believe in you and help you. And you just have to grow and keep pushing because it is tough. Mm-hmm. Life it's is tough, tough out there, man. Yeah. It's hard. any business. You get knocked down, you get no, you get no. And it's, it's what you do with that. Yep. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. and I know that your mom has been <laughs> your manager Yeah, and I love the stories that used to, I mean, Aww. with your mom, and it's just like I remember Susie meeting Q. her. Oh, she yeah. was so she adorable. She says hi, by the way. She loves you. I love that. Yeah, she's, she's um, so cute. She was my my rock. She still is. I talked to her probably two to three times a day. And now, did she move out with out um, in mm-hmm. LA with you when you first started? Was she here for a while? Yeah. And- so so basically, after I did the whole American Gladiator, Gladiators thing, um, I ended up going to school in uh, Valencia Community College where I mm-hmm. did film and uh, music and stuff. Then she started um, managing me there, and then we moved to South Beach, Miami, mm-hmm. where I sang at Ultra Music Festival, which is a huge cool. EDM um, festival, and then I sang as a lounge singer. And then um, my mother and I met this uh, amazing uh, person who basically saw me perform, and he was my sponsor. Uh, I'd like to thank you, Mr. Imke, but he was the one that helped me move to L.A. and basically was kind of like my angel investor, and my mother and I moved together, and and we my, whatever he did for me, it helped me develop as an artist. Mm-hmm. And for two years, I just basically put a rock band together and um, had my first show at the Viper Room. And my mother was there the whole way. And I learned a lot. And but yeah, for 10 years, she was my my momager. And and then um, at that time, my dad also went to Afghanistan when we had the whole, uh, you know, ISIS thing. Mm, and my dad yeah. was a huge colonel and he got pulled out of retirement and he ended up bringing back 18,000 soldiers. Wow. Uh, he, he was on the news and everything. So I'm very proud of my dad thank you for your service dad definitely and to all thank the, you for your service yeah to all the great people the military who served our country um and then my dad's like i need my wife back so yeah my mom left and she's like okay <laughs> i know you're you're okay now yeah. so um ever since she left i think about 2019 i've been pretty much managing myself and um doing everything that she's taught me, but mm-hmm. eventually I'm looking for a management team who sees my potential and wants to take what I have and go to the next level. Uh, so That's awesome. Yeah. 
Let's talk about your video for a minute and we're yeah. going to show it. And people I'm, are people. Oh, it is like when I first saw this video, I absolutely loved it. Oh, thank you. And I know that um, right away we talked a little bit and I said, oh, reminds me of Mad Max. Mad Max makes, meets Blade Runner. There you go. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, let's turn this video on for a minute. Let's have everybody see it. Thank you. And let's go. that video thanks doll god that was so cool thank you if i were to do a music video that's exactly what i would do <laughs> i love you <laughs> I, I would love you. thank you i love the desert scene i love the rock scene <laughs> i mean everything about it you look beautiful you look like a badass <laughs> you are just like 
Thank you. That's it. Thank you. How long did it take to make that video? Almost two years. Oh, I mean, crazy. Well, people don't realize how much goes into this. Yeah, I mean, the reason why it took so long is because I had to raise the money on my own. I mean, fifty-one thousand dollars later. I mean, it's like that's what it takes. I mean, if that's... honestly, if I would have got that money up front, I could have finished that in probably two weeks. That, to be honest, yeah, because I'm I'm very, I'm very quick, and because I was right. the director, I knew exactly what I wanted, and even the like each that, that scene we shot at with my band, we shot that in two and a half hours. Yeah, they only gave me five hours, and they sponsored me that room. That room's normally eleven thousand dollars. Oh my god! And that's god. where they shoot all the Jimmy Kimmel stuff, like during COVID, and no doubt did some stuff there. And that's in Burbank, and they loved the song and they wanted to help. And same thing with the Peterson Museum; they gave me eleven hours at the, the famous Peterson Museum with all the beautiful cars, and that's yeah. a Studebaker. I mean, I couldn't believe it. That's, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. That is so yeah, cool. Yeah, so it's just, it is, I'm just so grateful that it all came together the way it did. And, and, it, and it's, it, <laughs> first time I watched that video, I was like, yes, uh, <laughs> that is so, that, you just rocked it. It's so Thank amazing, you. everything. Now, the desert scenes, I mean, that was like, yes, it's like, I always thought, okay, is that in Joshua Tree? But I yeah. know it wasn't in Joshua Tree because I didn't see the ginormous, you know, yeah. over rocks and the hugeness but yeah it was it just, looks like it yeah it was in, a little El, bit i think it's called el mirage uh it's near the the this um the salt flats um it's a place called eclectic west mm -hmm. and um great location they had old planes helicopters all like broken up and stuff and after we shot the other three scenes, I was like, we need to break this up. We need, we need like a Mad Max scene that's yeah. just edgy where it's like the end of the world. Yes. And I felt like when we put everything together, it was just a great Perfect. feeling and great vision. So you so, had that whole vision in your head before you actually started it. You knew exactly yeah. where you were going to go with it. Yeah. Remember Blade Runner, the original is my favorite film. Mm. So I feel like my whole life has kind of been like, I, I always feel like I'm living my life like that. Just very edgy <laughs> and dark, but cool and yes. classy and, and sexy. But then like when I wanted to do this, I wanted it to be very cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. And then um, we had a lot of those elements. And then um, and then I was like, we need a Mad Max scene just to break it yeah. up because it was very cyberpunk. Do you did you feel yourself in a very beginning stages of going towards a certain genre of music? Well, you mean like when I started music? Yeah, like when you started, is it different? Is it different from where you started to now? I feel like it is, but not way off. Okay. Because when I started in Miami, I actually did electronic dance music, like break beats, house music. I was working with DJs, mm -hmm. but then when um, I ended up moving to Los Angeles. I said, I need to get my metal out of my system because <laughs> yeah. remember Metallica oh, yeah. inspired me when I was 12. So that's when I put a metal band together. Mm -hmm. So I did my first EP was Awakened by Silence. And I uh, had the honor to work with Adrian Young from No Doubt. And um, he played on our, my record and he ended up playing our first show with, with me and our band at the Viper Room. And all the No Doubt was there, but Gwen wasn't there. She was on tour, but um, it was just such an honor. And that was like really heavy. It was like very Evanescence meets Deftones. And, um, oh, we, I could totally see that. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, really yeah, heavy. But that's that's when Evanescence was like already big. But then like I from what I heard, because we did a showcase for Interscope and they're like, oh, you guys are great. But like this music is not really it's kind of going out. And because hip hop's coming in, mm -hmm. what they say it's a 10 year cycle. Okay. So I kind of missed my boat with the heavy, you know, but that's how it is with music. I but was just going to say, that's a, that's a great question mm -hmm. that I have is, do you, 
do you kind of have to somewhat follow the trends mm. and adapt or is it just like, no, this is me, this is my style? How does that work? For me, I've never been a follower. I'm a doer. Yes, I like you to be are. like, if, if someone's, baby. yeah, I, I, when they said that, it's like, that's fine because it wasn't my time at the time, you okay. know? So I kept, I kept doing what I know what is best because I always love rock music, alternative, and mm -hmm. I always like dance music, electronic. So I feel like my new single, People Are People, the version that we did is my sound, and I did it with Steve Horner, who I wanted to thank from the bottom of my heart for giving me a chance to work with because he's such a great music producer mm -hmm. and Oscar-nominated film composer. I feel like, I, for me as an artist, I found my sound with him, and it's it's very, what I call it, cinematic rock, electronic rock. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like Depeche Mode meets Muse and Massive Attack, mm -hmm. if I could put it in a bowl and mix it together. It's just very electronic rock. And that's what I that's what I want to emulate as an artist. And I feel like that's my sound. So I haven't stirred off. I'm just not too heavy metal anymore. I'm more okay. like in the middle right. and keeping it more electronic. And I and I feel like rock and electronic music is coming back. Mm -hmm. But I've always kept in that lane. And I and one thing I realized is that I never gave up and I'm still doing it and I'm pushing boundaries mm -hmm. and working with great uh, artists and I'm writing new songs as well to finish this EP and I'm very excited I'm writing with an amazing artist named Barnes Courtney what's up Barnes um, so we're in the studio right now writing some new stuff so I just think it's um great I'm, I'm very excited to what's going to happen and the future, because my, my dreams to go on tour. I was know? just well, that was going to be the next question. I mean, like, yeah. what is what what does the future look like for Veja? Yeah, my dream is to go on a world tour <laughs> and play and open up for many big bands and um, to screw opening up. Have well, somebody else open up I for mean, you. Yes, that's true too. But you know how <laughs> Come it is. Come on, let's I dream. Mean, We're gonna dream. Okay, well, big. I'll, I'll be the I'll be the headlining. Band. Exactly. Metallica's gonna open I'm gonna up be for the Veja. There yeah, you go. There you I'm go. gonna be the one. It's like no, 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 no. You are going yeah. to be. I, that's just me being humble, you know. I know, I, I know. I, it's just just to go on tour. I, I mean, appreciate that, but here's yeah. the thing: you are a star. Oh, thank you. Okay, so are you, Dell? And I there's no you. reason why there shouldn't be anybody opening up for you. Yes, that's on your true. World tour. Yeah, we're going. Well, we're going. I'm down. With that. I'm down. Open or I, look, open, close. I just want to go on tour. That's all. <laughs> exactly. And, right I, you I, go. And, and I'm looking forward to get with the right record label or or a big brand or investor who yeah. believes in me who can help because it takes, it takes a that. team. It takes a team. You know, yeah. that's why it takes. It takes longer for yes. us independent artists to, to do things because we have to raise the money ourselves. Right. You know, and I, I have other, you know, ways of making money through different jobs I have and doing social media for, for companies and doing CRMs for clients. And it's like I have to make money to pursue my music. But Correct. if I had another yeah. company helping me or a brand or label, it I can just get their A's through Z quicker. All the difference in the world. But you know what I mean. So I ask everybody this question, no matter who they are, and mm -hmm. that is, if you had to have a nine to five job, which would, what would it be? Like an actual like real job. <laughs> a real job. A well, real job. Okay, I feel like if I had a real nine to five job, I think I would be the spokesperson for a huge company. Um, preferably like a soft drink or like Red Bull or Pepsi or Diet Coke and be the person that talks to all the companies and say, look, this is what we're going to do for our brand marketing, uh, you know, campaign. So you'd be their spokesperson. Yeah, I would be the spokesperson. That's not a real yeah. job. 
Yes, of course it is. I would probably be in PR and marketing because I'm really good with people. There we go. And I I think that would have been, if I went the business route, I would be great, a great spokesperson because I'm not afraid. PR marketing. PR marketing, but be like the brand marketing for the head of the company. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, Was there, I mean, you had a couple pivotal moments Mm -hmm. actually in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think that came from what you were saying is when you were in college. Mm -hmm. So tell me about that little kind of pivotal moment that you're here today doing your music and what you love, but what happened Mm -hmm. with that pivotal moment that you went, okay, hold on here. Yeah. Something's got to. Well, I can tell you it was, uh, you know, Stetson is the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. It was between Orlando and Daytona Beach. And remember, Daytona Beach at the time was like MTV. It was like a party town. It was cool. It was like hip. You know, the gladiators came there. It was like really cool. And I don't know. I just felt like when I went to Stetson, it was middle of nowhere. And I was really, um, I I just wasn't, I mean, it's a great school. Don't get me wrong. I just felt like I I knew I didn't want to eat and breathe soccer going there. Mm -hmm. I was kind of getting depressed. And I was like, this is not what I want. I want to go to film school and learn more about the camera and the angles and like acting and getting in tune with myself and then singing. And I didn't feel like it had that there. So it wasn't the right place for me, even though I had a full scholarship. I said, I just told my parents, I said, I can't do this. This is not, I'm not happy. And my parents were really, you know, they were really disappointed, but they said, okay, well, we, we believe in you and we want you to be happy. And so I ended up going to Valencia Community College and that's when I studied film and acting and and um, I started singing everywhere, the talent shows and everything. And and then my mother became my manager and then and then we moved to Miami and I ended up being in Bad Boys 2 any given Sunday. You were? Yeah, my mom was I in the that. Yeah, that's how I got my SAG card. Thanks to my uh, friend, casting director, Ed Haranis, who just had a birthday. He's a huge casting director. And I got to meet Michael Bay. I was hanging out with um, Martin Lawrence and, and Will Smith. And I got invited to Will's um, wife's, um, Jada Pinkett's birthday. I have pictures with them. Really great people. And one, one great thing I have to say about Will Smith at the time when we shot Bad Boys 2 we had the rap party and he was sitting by himself and he told me to come in his little area Uh just me and him talking for like 15 minutes I said Will why did you give up music and like what made you right I forgot about that he goes you know I'll never forget that music helped me get to where I am today but Uh he says but movies pays the bills Mm. but he said but whatever you do don't give up on your dreams and he's like this is it's, it's it was the stepping stone for me, you know, to do music and to, to film. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, that and I have that picture. Um, I'll have to send it to you, but it was in the Ocean Drive magazine. But it, he was re- he really inspired me, and Jada was very sweet, and Martin Lawrence was great, too. It was just really nice to be around all these great people yeah. and working with Michael Bay, what an honor. And now I'm actually friends with him, and he's uh, a big inspiration as well. And so I ended up being, you know, having the taste of Hollywood as mm. an actress and then – getting into it's a good taste isn't yeah it? it is and it's, it's just an, being an entertainer it's an addicting taste yeah and i hate that it's an addicting taste in a way it is. you know what i mean yeah i love it and hate it all at the same time <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah it's 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 great and and i feel like all that was organic for me yeah and i ended up i was also modeling for Wilhelmina, and i got to taste what the modeling scene I was i remember that yeah. company are they still around yeah they're still around wow yeah, I think but I, I love tr- to eat too to, much. So I tried to get with them. <laughs> yeah, Wilhelmina, Ford, and there was another one. Uh, I want to say Next Models, and there's there's so so many. But and when, I remember I went in. They said I wasn't tall enough. Oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just like, 
You know, people are people. People are yeah, people. Yeah, I just love my pizza and food too much, so I just like... I know, yeah. right. It was fun. I, I'm glad I got to do it, but for me, music has always been the, the burning fire within me. So the acting, huh? Yeah. Ever thought about dabbling a little more in that area, possibly? Oh, honey, I'm always... You're I'm like, always look, I, Let's I, go. I, the, here's the deal. When I, when I moved out to L.A., I wanted to pursue music, and I still... I was in a couple of things. I'm actually... If anyone uh, knows the film um, Resident Evil, I'm actually yes. a voice of the Umbrella Corporation. Computerized system disabled. Central computer reboot in one minute, 30 seconds. Welcome to Umbrella Central Control. That's pretty damn Thank good. You. Thank you. <laughs> so awesome. I'd like to thank Mila Jovovich and her husband, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson, for giving me the honor to be the voice of that film. Uh, it was um, the Resident Evil Retribution, so that's the one I'm in. I'm the computer voice. It's <laughs> so cool. So yeah, I, I love acting, and I, I'll still do it, but I just didn't want to come to L.A. and try to go down that same door. Yeah. Everyone's trying to jam in. because and we're all jammed in it. Yeah, it, it's, it's and trying to get an agent. I mean, it uh, took me a year to get an agent when I yeah. tried, and it was just like, it's just so much work, which I don't mind doing, but I'd rather have a director or producer say, hey, we have a film that's perfect for you because mm -hmm. we know you're an artist and there they can go. see my work, you know, and I want to go the back door kind of like how Lady Gaga did. You know, she's an artist and singer, and then, hey, there's a perfect role for her. Here you go. So out of everyone you've met mm -hmm. in the industry, and you've met a lot. I met you. Yeah, yeah besides uh. me, girl. <laughs> besides me. Who would you say is the most, let's say, really cool, inspirational that you'll just never forget? I would say Mila Jovovich. Mm. Because I, I, there was a time when I got to hang out with her and her beautiful family because my ex-boyfriend is best friends with her husband. Mm -hmm. And we had Thanksgiving with her and her family. And I, I know her mom and all her kids. And she is so down to earth. One of the coolest chicks I've ever met and a that superstar. Is, I was going to say, that's the coolest thing to hear yeah. is when they're down to earth. Very down you to know? earth. And every time I saw her, she was always like, how are you? Like, how's your music? And... You know, she's just a real, a real chick. And yeah. I like that about her. And I, and I just admire her and she inspired me. And, and, and because of her and Paul and um, her family, they're just, they've instilled great, um, a great lasting memory that I'll never mm. forget. And um, what they did for me, for, for me being the voice was such an honor. Yeah. I mean, that's like really cool. I mean, and her being, you know, <laughs> you know, resident evil, yes. like that's huge. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I would say she's definitely one of the coolest chicks I've ever met and very inspiring and she still looks great and, you know, great family. And that's, yeah, that's so cool to hear. I love to yeah. hear that. What about all your travels? Where's the coolest place you've got to travel so far? Even as a kid, if you had uh, to pick one, where would you say I would that say, you had so much fun and you just went, this is the coolest place? I ever. mean, there's so many great places. I, for, personally, I've been to Paris and I have to say Paris is so gorgeous. I love, I love Then Paris. you're going to have to take me with you one day because I have yet to be there. Yes, and well, I keep hearing let's stories. Let's go there for my world tour. And, we can do okay. a podcast on, on top of the <laughs> Eiffel Deal. Tower. Deal. Yeah, Paris is gorgeous. Um, Denmark, I've been to Denmark and Copenhagen. Um, beautiful town. You would mm. love uh, Copenhagen. It's very clean. Uh, the food is phenomenal. Everything's small. So you can't get really? like your extra big Slurpee. You're going to get like a small cut. 
Which is great Which because America, be like yeah, exactly. Like everything in the refrigerator, it's like real small and it's cute and petite, but it's actually better because in America, everything is oversized and, you know, it's better to kind of watch what you eat and stuff. But I love Europe. Um, I've been to Dusseldorf as well. I kind of liked, I, I really liked the, the gothicness mm, of Dusseldorf. Me too. Yeah. And, um, but I would like to go travel more. I'd like to go to Italy. I've never been to Italy yet. I haven't either. Girl, let's just go on a world tour. Let's just go. I mean, Ice oh Ice Baby Invasion. Please. You know, we can shoot videos, podcasts. Oh, we'd, yeah. be, we'd be the star. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, I still want to go to Japan. I haven't been there. Have you been to Japan? <laughs> Tell me you've been there, girl. I want to say, um, no, I haven't. And I was invited and you're just going to slap me right now, but I was invited and I turned it down and you're going to go. I, I know, I know, I know. You know who I gave it to? Who? Dallas. No way. I did. That's nice of you. I know, but still. That's I, very nice. I was in Orlando at the time. We were doing the live show and I got invited to go to Japan and I don't know. I don't know what was happening in my life. Something was happening in my life to where I just went, oh, just I don't want to do a 12-hour flight. <laughs> and I just started thinking of all these things. Oh. I think at the time, to be honest with you, I met, I met my girlfriend at the time, and that was Sharon. Mm. And I think I was in love, and I just didn't want to leave. You should have just taken her. I know. I mean, I know. Japan, that's I, my dream because it's like cyberpunk. I'm obsessed with sushi, and I love those Komodos. I'm like, oh, God. Yep. Okay, we're going to go. We're just going to go on a world tour, We just tour, have girl. to go on a world tour because yeah. I, there are so many places I've yet to be, yeah. and I want to go, and I want to experience before we all die. Before we all and live forever like vampires. <laughs> we're never going to die, darling. <laughs> exactly. Um, do, you still, do you still work out? Do you still train? No. I know you <laughs> You're like, no. I have no time. And my mom yells at me. Um, I, what I do, how I've been keeping my weight off is I fast. I, I, my friend David. <laughs> you starve yourself. No, I don't starve myself. Okay. I honestly, my friend David Christopher Lee, he's one of the producers on the film. He got me into biohacking okay. two years ago. And I was eating like Chick-fil-A for breakfast. I was eating like three meals a day and I wasn't moving. I was like, and I do a lot of typing. And he's like, Veja, you need to start fasting. I was like, yeah, right. And I was like, there's no way. He's like, do it. I was like, my mom's like, yeah, listen to him. So what I did, um, and it really worked. I basically lost 30 pounds within two months. It was basically two, two pounds a day. By the way, listeners, don't follow this diet. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um, at, when I woke up in the morning, I have a cup of coffee and no, with no cream. And then I would have uh, Topo Chico, which is that sparkling Mexican water. Okay. It would trick my body to think I was hungry or think, think I was full. Yeah. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. And um, I wouldn't eat till like 7, 30, 8 o'clock. So the trick is I would cook my meals. When you cook your meals, you know what you're putting into your body. Oh, so absolutely. I'd have salmon, cup of quinoa, salad. That's one night. Next night be like a cup of rice and, and um, Asian chicken and cucumber salad. So I made my meals. And because of that, it kept off my weight. So I didn't have to work out. So <laughs> that's how I stay fit. <laughs> I do have a punching bag in my living room. It's like a little like, you know. Yeah. So I help. that helps with a little bit. And I have um, a little... Um, thing that you like step on and it kind of it's like a balancing board right, it's called yeah. revel yeah and other than that that's it that's 
Yeah. I miss playing sports. I don't like working out, to be honest. I like to play basketball sometimes. Did you, ever, you never really, okay, so you never really worked out. You no, just not sports. like you, girl. You're like a trained, like, uh. bodybuilder. I just, for me, I'd rather, like, if you were to say, hey, we're going to go play flag football, I'm there. Soccer or basketball. I oh, well, love remember there was a time that we actually did some rollerblading down at the beach? Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. okay, that was exercise. Let's go, let's go. I have rollerblades. I, I have, have, I, yeah, hockey rollerblades. Ones, but, uh, yeah. Let's go, girl. <laughs> but I love that's, that. That's exercise. Yeah. It's yeah, just your heart rate gets up a little bit yeah i like that but sometimes it's just me going to santa monica that's like a i know trip. i hate that that's a I big long it. trip you know forget about it um but yeah okay so listeners um and that <laughs> diet that she said <laughs> yeah well it's look i it, it's important look, to eat it's important Trust to me, eat. But this is this is the thing that yeah. i actually have to yeah. I, and not have to but i it's what i believe yeah it's in my heart and my soul that yeah. It's like if you do eat small meals every yeah. four or five hours, yeah. your body will continue to burn and yeah. it will keep the weight off. Yeah. But there are people, and I truly understand yeah. this, that can only really have one meal a day yeah. and they're so busy, they don't have time, they're not interested in eating, they're not even hungry. Yeah. I have to sometimes force myself now that I've gotten older, I've realized I was like, oh wait, I had one meal a day. Yeah. That was like this morning. Yeah. You know, and, and the only reason I know this is because this massive headache comes along yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. Yeah. You know, but I get so busy. Yeah. So I do understand that yeah. side of it. Yeah. Um, but it's like as, as you know, time goes on for me and a lot of people that I actually do train, so yeah. I do kind of still do some online training yeah. a little, yeah. just a little bit. Um, but it's, it's the small meals that keep the body burning, but yeah. Hey, whatever works. Oh, I agree. Trust me. I don't do this all the time. Okay. I do this. Like if I feel like I'm getting like a little bit bigger yeah. or if I'm too busy, whatever, I'll do that. But no, there's sometimes on, I'll get up and I'll have like, you know, an egg, an egg sandwich on like a sourdough bread yeah. and then I won't eat the rest of the day and then maybe have fruit at night. You know what I mean? But, but it's you on, cook your own stuff, which uh, is amazing I cook everything. Too. So that's, your that's mom a, thought you probably had oh, to yeah. cook it. Oh yeah. I'm a really yeah. good, I'm like a chef priority. Um, the thing is, um, what I realized is that before, instead of going to Chick-fil-A for breakfast or doing Uber Eats, that's what was getting me overweight. Yeah. So I, I cut that out. So everything. Fast food. Yeah. So now it's like when I make my own food, it's so clean. And, and I just know how to like, I know how to work with my body to maintain. Mm -hmm. But trust me, I'll eat like sometimes two or three times a day, but it's like small meals. Right. But, but for me to not like gain weight, I'll just go back to fasting. It's because you're so damn young still. Yes, I'm, I'm always 28. <laughs> oh my God. I am so happy that you came in and Thank did you. my podcast today. Well, thank you for having your, me. Your music career is just booming. It's amazing. I love it. You've done so much. I appreciate you. And, and, and it's just gonna it's just gonna get better and better, you know? Thank you. And, and I'm very proud of you. Well, you're very inspiring. Thank you, you really are. Well, and more you. people need to stick with their dreams. They need to stick with what, what they they believe in, and not give up on on those things because they're the you're the inspiration to so many people out there, you know. And and they look at you and they're like, wow. And they don't understand, I think, what it has taken you to get where you're at today. Yeah. There are so many people that think, oh, they were just lucky. Yeah. No, no it's not. It's luck. not luck. Yeah. It's work ethics. It, it's determination. It's you know, mm -hmm. that passion, that fire in you yeah. that you just never quit. Yeah. And, and, you know, I feel like you feel the same way. It's like you, I don't believe in luck. I, and I feel I like don't either. 
we create our own luck. You have to. You and, create your own destiny. Yeah, and we put ourselves in a position is that we're we're prepared for battle. Mm -hmm. And then when it when our time comes, the opportunity's there, we're ready. And um, I tell people it's like if you do something small every single day towards your goal, mm -hmm. it cannot not happen. Exactly. Eat and breathe it. Eat, breathe, sleep. Yeah. And repeat. And repeat. <laughs> and repeat. Exactly. I mean, seriously. I mean, I'm just so grateful every morning when I walk out into my living room, my whole living room is recording studio. Mm. And I can remember crying my sleep to crying myself to sleep. When I was in Miami, when my mother was managing me, I'm like, what am I doing? Did I make the right decision? I'm like, yes. I'd have my, my angel and my double on my shoulders. And I'm like, but no matter what, it was always positive thoughts. Like, you know, because I knew this is my calling and now I'm living my dreams. I mean, my studio is in my living room. Are you kidding me? I have all my beautiful PRS guitars and on the wall and Taylor guitars and, and they're all my sponsors now. I mean, I've worked so hard because of, my dreams that I've been born with and my mother and all the people who believed in me to this day. And I couldn't even be here if it wasn't for everybody. So I like to say thank you for everybody who's supported my dreams over the year and continue to support me. So what would you go back and tell your 16 year old self? Find a sugar daddy so you can uh, <laughs> get to A through Z quicker. I'm just joking. <laughs> no, but see, that's, see, see everybody, that's what I didn't do because I, I didn't was, do it either. No, but that's what I'm saying. This is why it takes a I little time. I wanted to, maybe. Because I don't... <laughs> Sugar mama, exactly. whatever, daddy. The yeah. thing is, I, I took the hard way, which is the right way, integrity. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I am here today because of my hard work and my ethics, not because someone else was going to help me because I did something for them. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that yeah, sugar absolutely. daddy thing. I don't judge for anyone who does that. I'm just right. saying I never did that because I was raised my parents raised me that you work hard to get where you want to go mm -hmm. and what you want in life and the right people will come to you. Especially being an yeah. attractive female. Oh, I mean, you. I'm sure no, that likewise. you had many oh, possible offers here yeah, and there. But I, and I, I, I turned them down because that's, yeah. like, that's not me. I can yeah. never like, no. that's just not me. Mm -mm. I want to do it the right way because at the I end of the day, my way, yeah, my way. And then because I know I'm talented, I know what, I, what I'm gifted with and I want to, prove to myself and prove that like I, ha I have to keep that integrity with mm -hmm. me no matter how long it takes. But I feel like when you work hard and, and you release something special to the world and then people will see it and then they'll come to you mm -hmm. and just be passionate and be, be um, you know, happy with what you are giving to the world. And be present, be in the moment. Yeah. And the journey, that's the most important the thing. Journey. It's all about the journey and the company that you're, that you keep, that you're taking with you. Yes. You know, there's and no rush. No, and even though we are going to die. Um, no, we're not. We're vampires. <laughs> we don't die. We go on to the next level. Yes. Right? Yes. Do you believe in that? Oh, yeah. That's cool. I'm not afraid to die. I think I'm afraid of how I'm going to die. Honey, you're not going to. No, don't, don't be afraid of anything. I'm not afraid of anything. Okay. Because we're not going to die. Because I'm our not spirits, really afraid of it. Okay, that's gonna... okay. So let let me rephrase that. It's not that I'm afraid of how I'm going to die. I think it's more of um. Okay, maybe it's afraid. <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of anything. I'll jump out of airplanes. I like won't I've do done. That. Oh, I've done it twice. I you won't have to do. do it. It. I did it in Hawaii. The oh. last time it was amazing over um Waikiki with the North Shore. He did a, a, a okay. That I would do. It was sick, honey. I was like, if I'm going to die, this is sick. But I wasn't going to die because I knew it. Because right. God's already the universe. The universe. Is fine. Is, yeah. You have to do it. 
It's so fun. I would do it over the Hawaiian Islands. Though. It was sick. I don't, I don't find it attractive to jump out in the desert because all I, I'm seeing is the desert. Well, I did that once with the the um, United States Army Golden Knights. That was my first time. Ooh. That was really cool. That's cool. Yeah, but the second time over North Shore. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Probably that. I was just going to say. Yeah, probably that. I haven't done it by myself yet. I don't think I want to yet. I want to yeah. still do... But uh, that's probably the craziest thing because it's like you're it's just you and the yeah. guy or girl that you're hooked on to. Yeah. But uh, I had faith. I've never had a desire to jump out of a plane ever. You should see the video. You're going to be like, dude, I've I'll go never, with you. We'll I've, go. I, you're going to have to. It's you're gonna so have much to push fun. me out. <laughs> no, girl, it's really fun. It's like it's like flying. Remember we're talking about flying? Yeah, but I want to fly. I, the way that I want to fly is on a hang glider, believe it or not. You're going to laugh at this. I actually would like to try Check that. this shit out. I'm afraid to jump out of a plane with a parachute, but I'm not afraid, and I think it would be the yeah. coolest thing in the world, to run off a cliff with a hang glider and just yeah. go. For some reason, that just sounds amazing that to me. That does sound fun. I would try it. Yeah. Yeah. But would, obviously, the death rate is way higher on that. Is it really? <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah, because... A wind current can come oh, along God. and take that, take the hang glider and slam it into either the rock or go straight down. There's so many, there's so many, there's so much room for error. Wow. Rather than just jumping out of a plane with a parachute. I think we should just jump out of the plane first. I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, you don't we'll know until you try. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Yeah, no fear. That's my middle name. No fear. Besides fun. <laughs> oh my God. We could sit and talk forever about hey, just anytime, girl. dreams and what we want to do yeah. and what you want to do and all that kind I mean, of fun sky's stuff. Sky's the limit. I'm just so grateful to be on your podcast and thank you so much. Baby steps. Baby <laughs> steps, honey. <laughs> Big baby steps. Huge baby steps. That's right. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to say um, goodbye to everyone. And um, I'm going to keep you here though, because I have rapid fire questions for you oh, yeah? that go on to my Patreon account. Okay. And so everybody that is a Patreon member, they get to see all my rapid fires with all my guests. And so it's Aww. really, yeah, it's really cool. That's so sweet. Well, That's I'm ready for cool. you. But before we go, I'd like to um, give you a gift <gasps> and it's a um, Part of my new line. No way. But I want to know which one you want because oh, those these are cool. these are my Veja dog tags, and I, I didn't know. love yeah, so dog tags. I'm going to be able to go on my website and pick one out, but tell them your website. So these are my custom dog tags. Um, thank God to my friend, uh, or thank you to my friend Stan for helping me make these. They're dog tags that I'll be selling on our website at vajamusic.com. That's V-A-J-A music.com. And um, yeah. These are beautiful. Thank I you. absolutely love these. These yeah. are so cool. So I didn't know which one you wanted, so I wanted you to pick your favorite oh as a God. gift. Okay, so thank you. You're that is so awesome. I'm gonna have to get you a chillin' with ice t-shirt. Hey, hey, I like or to wear that. Or I have another one called Beautiful Badass. Oh, whatever one you want to give me, I'll okay. take either. I love them all. Yeah, so I just wanted to show you guys that. So but I love this. Go to her website. You gotta grab one of these dog tags. All of them are beautiful. Thank Every single you. one of them. I know it's gonna be hard to pick. It, it is. I'm already going. Okay, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick. Yeah, yeah, it's either a silver or black one for me, well, for sure. You can decide later if you want. You got it. I just it. wanted to show you. Um, okay, so we're at uh, VejaMusic.com. Yes, VejaMusic.com. What about your social? All my social um, hashtags, or not hashtags, all my social handles are at VejaMusic. That's V-A-J-A music. <laughs> I 
I love your voice. Thank you. You're so welcome. And ice, gonna, ice, baby. And we're going to say goodbye and thank you all for listening see to Chilling later. with Ice. <laughs> and until next time, see you soon. Peace out. Bye. <laughs>Thank you so much for listening to Chillin' with Ice. And don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, and share wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember to follow us on Patreon and YouTube at Chillin' with Ice. And on Instagram and TikTok, you can follow me at lori.ice.fetrick. I look forward to chilling with you next time here on Chillin' with Ice.